you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Monday edition of Move the Sticks. I am Rhett Lewis, and my voice is hanging on here with Daniel Jeremiah <laughs> and Bucky Brooks, our former NFL scouts. Guys, great to be back with you here. We have six playoff spots locked up, only one of which comes from the AFC, which means we have 12 teams in that conference fighting for six open spots. You guys ready for a little wild ride these last two weeks? Let's do it. All right. Let's kick this thing off with our big three. And the Bills and Patriots, one of two games on Sunday where first place in a division was on the line. And the Bills, with Josh Allen leading the way, control the game. Clutch plays from Allen down the stretch. Three TD passes. Bills have scored 30 or more points now nine times this season. And they get the 33-21 win, regaining the top spot in the AFC East. So, DJ, 
When this team is thriving, you got Josh Allen loading everybody up on his back. And when you were sitting on your couch in front of the fireplace today with the electric blanket on your lap, how much fun was that Josh Allen game tape to watch? Yeah, you forgot the cup of coffee as well. Oh, right. That completes the whole look of what I had going on this morning. Uh, no, Josh Allen to me is like the human highlight film Dominique Wilkins in that it didn't matter you know, if they were winning or losing, he was worth the watch because he's so exciting. He does everything. You know, you talk about what he did through the air, 314 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. He leads the team in rushing again with 64 yards, including a huge one on a fourth down where his ability to make people miss and make magic happen helped lead this Buffalo Bills team to victory. Look, I don't know that there's a team that's more dependent on their quarterback than the Buffalo Bills are with Josh Allen, but he showed in this one in a gotta-have-it moment that he was up to the task, and that's why that makes this Buffalo Bills team very dangerous uh, once we get to the postseason. Yeah, DJ, it does make him very dangerous. And I love the analogy and the comparison to Dominic Wilkins because, as you know, Dominic Wilkins was a scorer, not a shooter. And so when you look at Josh Allen, it's not always textbook or done the way coaches may draw it up, but he certainly is effective. And for a Bills team that needs him to be that MVP caliber playmaker, it certainly worked. And I think what he did is he gave us a preview of how he needs to play. And if he continues to play like that, then it allows their defense to play the way that they want to play. After being embarrassed a couple weeks ago, facing the Patriots, giving up over 200 yards on the ground, they came back like a force. Jordan Poirier, Micah Hyde did a great job plugging those gaps, and they were able to put the game. Yeah, so like I, I come back to this. Bill Belichick talked about it today. said this game came down to third downs for the Patriots. They converted just one of their 10 opportunities. The Bills were terrific on third down, particularly on third and short situations where the Patriots were in a running situation. Bills defense was able to come up big in those spots here. Damian Harris, while he scored three touchdowns on the ground, didn't ruin the day like they did a couple of weeks ago. And then, you know, like for the Patriots or for the Bills on the other side, uh, they were fantastic on fourth down. Like those opportunities, uh, you know, down in the red zone, they had the, the fourth down that Allen converted to Isaiah McKenzie, uh, who was, by the way, terrific in this game. Might have stolen that slot receiver role from Cole Beasley. It was unavailable in this game. But how about the Bills offense did not punt a single time for the first time ever a team against a Bill Belichick coach team did not punt 474 wow. games. They're the first team to do it. They were pretty good in that in that uh, regard. So look, uh, we are going to get to Mac Jones's rookie report card here in just a second. But I think this game kind of illustrates there's still a gap in this division in the quarterbacks. Josh Allen is at the top, and Mac Jones he's not quite there yet for what the one for what the Patriots are asking him to do, DJ, and two what he's able to do as a rookie. Yeah, no doubt. And to me, we always talk trucks and trailers, right? Those truck quarterbacks. There's not many of them. Josh Allen is one of those. He can carry the supporting cast no matter who it is. I think when you look with Mac Jones, he's going to be dependent on his environment, and sometimes that environment can include you know, what type of weather you might get or who's in front of you and who you're throwing the football to. They didn't win enough one-on-ones in this game, um, and I'm with you. I think this gap is pretty wide in this division between Josh Allen, not just Mac Jones, but everybody else, really. Um, and it should be that way for the next decade plus. So there's some more roster construction work that needs to be done uh, with this Patriots team. And lastly, guys, you know, if you're a Bills fan, you got to be watching that game saying, man, if we didn't have the weather that we had in that first meeting, this team's just simply better than the New England Patriots. They should have swept the series. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, Mac Jones, the Cinefella story kind of came to a halt for a little bit because in the last two weeks, what teams have been able to do is put the game on Mac Jones' shoulders and see if the young guy's ready to take over. And he's not quite ready yet. So I think it's a learning 
experience for the Patriots. They have to understand that they have to control the game from the outset because if he gets outside of their control, Mac Jones is not quite at that comfort zone where he can handle it and do more things. He's a rookie, uh, too, though. I mean, as a playmaker, more so than a Yeah, I remember. He's yeah. a rookie now, too. Unrealistic to ask oh, him sure. to do what Josh Allen's doing for the Bills uh, right now, no uh, considering where they are in their respective careers. Here's how they look in the AFC playoff picture. So the Bills jumping in to the AFC East leads are currently the number four seed. Patriots, the number six seed as that second wild card. Uh, but they, guys, like I said, there's 16 or there's 12 teams still fighting for six remaining spots in the AFC. We're going to have a wild fight down the stretch. There is a scenario where the Dolphins beat the Saints tonight. They would replace the Ravens as the seven seed. We'll get to that game here in just a little bit. Game number two for us. Another win and in scenario here for the Rams, and they take advantage. They overcome three interceptions from Matthew Stafford to come up with a win in Minneapolis. And by doing so, they also allow their friends there in the AFC West, the Arizona Cardinals, to punch their ticket to the postseason as well. Let's start here, Bucky. How did they overcome the three interceptions? Well, I guess a career day from Sonny Michelle on the ground certainly helped. Yeah, Sonny Michelle has been really a nice find for the Rams. And when they were able to trade for Sonny Michelle from the Patriots, it was really kind of an afterthought. No one thought that it would do anything or have an impact on their offense. But what you've seen is since that three-game losing streak, Sonny Michelle has been a big factor. In that four-game span where they've won all four games, he has two 100-yard games. He's rushed for over 400 yards. And in three of those games, he's had over 20 carries. And so that workload has given this offense more balance, more diversity. And actually, it's taken some of the pressure off of Matthew Stafford to play at a high level for this team to win games. I like the way this offense is morphing. And even though Matthew Stafford had a bad game, I think this team is better prepared to win the postseason because of the emergence of Sony Michelle. Yeah, they need that run game going, guys. And when you watch this game, a couple things stood out to me. Rob Havenstein had a phenomenal game at right tackle, springing a lot of these runs. But I want to show you a play here of Cooper Cup because we talk about what he's done receiving this year. But how about what he does in the run game? These Rams receivers are asked to get inside and dig dig linebackers, dig safeties out. Watch this pressure. You're going to see this run through here from the safety. And he cleans him out on a key third and one, which ends up springing this run. You see the effort there at the end to get a lot extra. But I thought that was a great indication of kind of this selfless ball that they're playing when they're rolling, asking these receivers to do it. Uh, Cooper Cup, the numbers in the passing game speak for themselves, but still doing the dirty work. I love to see that uh, from a player for sure. And then I love to see the Justin Jefferson, Odell Beckham connection today on the field. You had Jefferson wearing the OBJ t-shirt showing you that he was a couple of yards away from breaking Odell's record for the most receiving yards by a player in his first two seasons. Here's the ball. The catch where he actually did it. Nine-yard gain with Ramsey in coverage. But then Beckham would have the last laugh, the little head Ooh. nod, the hesitation, gets himself wide open, corner of the end zone. And then DJ hits the gritty. With Jefferson on oh, the side, right there that. it is. There it is. I did it for you. All right. So I love hearing you say. Yeah, that. I know. I know you do. I know you do. Uh, Bucky, let's go back and look at Matthew Stafford, though. Uh, what's your level of concern seeing the three interceptions in a game like this this late in the season? Uh, I mean, look, the concern is that Matthew Stafford may mess it up when they get to the postseason. We have seen him have a couple games where he's turned the ball over, and we know turnovers are magnified in the playoffs. And so because Matthew Stafford has never won a playoff game, you do want if he's going to press and try to do too much as opposed to relying on his teammates in the system. It's the one thing that you worry about when you have this Rams team because for Matthew Stafford, it is Super Bowl or bust because otherwise his arrival is not an upgrade over what they had in Jerry Goff. So I worry about him doing too much and having one of these days 
on the big stage of the postseason. Yeah, one thing, though, Buck, there was so much pressure on Matt Stafford, maybe more than any other player in the league, and the first hurdle has been accomplished. They are in the postseason, so check that box off. So Lisa doesn't have to worry about that. Now, like he said, needs to play well in those big moments, and the interior of that offensive line has got to do a little bit better job of keeping him upright. Uh, with you on that, uh, okay, but the Rams in a good spot to get the NFC West right now heading down the stretch in these final two games. Okay, let's get to game three of our big three. And it comes from Sunday night where the Cowboys clinched the NFC East before kickoff and played like champs. Monster first half. Started with the Trayvon Diggs, his 11th interception of the season, led to the Cowboys' first TD. They then scored on five straight offensive possessions and got a pick six from Demarcus Lawrence in that mix there in the first half. They were up 42-7 at the break. It was insanity for the Cowboys on Sunday night. Dak Prescott with the best half, the most productive half a quarterback has thrown all season long with 339 passing yards and four touchdowns. DJ, what did you see from him? Well, you know, you watch that tape and you can tell right away that the Washington football team is down linebackers and Dak Prescott and the play calling of Kellen Moore was ruthless in attacking those linebackers. You saw it with play action and mess with their eyes. You saw it in their zone spacing, being able to manipulate them and move them and find open guys working in the seams as well. I mean, Dak Prescott just did whatever he wanted to in this game. And this, to me, can be a great momentum builder, a great confidence builder for him uh, because it doesn't matter who was out there to deliver the ball as accurately as he, as he did. That little slump, I, I guess, as Jerry Jones would call it, I think we can officially say that one's over. Yeah, DJ, what I liked about what the Cowboys did is they played with more pace and tempo, pushed the pace fast, on the ball, didn't allow the Washington football team to breathe. And you saw Dak Prescott get in rhythm. What I also liked was the Cowboys' defense. We have talked about the job that Dan Quinn has done, really getting this defense up and going. But now you're seeing they're playing at a dominant level. We have talked about this previously on the podcast. What they're doing for Michael Parsons, getting him matched up on guards, coming from depth. You saw him hit uh, Eric Flowers with a little Euro step to get a sack. And then you saw Demarcus Lawrence hang out there and get a pick six. And Trayvon Diggs get another pick. And Randy Gregory make plays. This Cowboys defense is the most complete version of the Cowboys team that we've seen in years. And we might want to get comfortable considering them a legitimate candidate for the Super Bowl because when they play like this, it's going to be hard to beat them. When the stars for Dallas show up like that, uh, yeah, they, they can beat anybody on any given day. Okay, so look, I get it. If you're a Washington defender and you're watching all this happen, yeah, there's a little frustration involved here. It's just a little bit rare that you see it unfold in this way on national television. So here's the moral of the story. Don't poke your teammate in the head because then you're going to catch a haymaker to the collarbone. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I think... I think touching is off limits. Buck, you, you probably agree with me on this one. You can scream at guys, but once, once you put the finger in the face, the hands are probably getting ready to fly. <laughs> so, look, emotions are high. These guys have known each other forever. They're college teammates. Exactly. Um, so I don't know if this has any long-term repercussions other than the fact that maybe learn your lesson there, that uh, let's keep our hands to ourselves. Yeah, no, I think there is something to that. Like, we've been around teams where, look, emotions do fly hot, uh, particularly in a game when you're getting whooped like the Washington football team was getting whooped by the Cowboys. But yeah, Deron Payne is wrong. He cannot stick his finger in Jonathan Allen's face. I don't care where we're at. At any time, that's going to lead to a fist coming back. And so they have to work that out. It'll be interesting to see how Ron Rivera handles this internally to make sure these guys get back on the same page. Both of them saying, look, we're brothers. Brothers fight. That's essentially what happened.
<laughs> see if there are any lingering effects moving forward. Right now, we've got three divisions sewn up in the NFC, the North, the East, and the South. Rams leading the West, and you got the Cardinals who are into the playoffs as well. They clinched a berth. So we've got six teams fighting for two remaining spots. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. 
I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. All right, let's get into what happened with the Chargers down in Houston. Obviously, DJ, you had a firsthand view of this one from Houston calling the game for the Chargers radio broadcast, allowing, uh, I mean, the, the 27 and, and just over 27 points uh, per game allowed so far this season has not been great. And obviously, allowing opponents to convert over 51% of their third downs is not great either. Texans converted 9 of 13 and one of the most surprising wins of the season here with both teams dealing with COVID losses. But, I mean, how do we make sense of what we saw yesterday from the Chargers, Deej? Well, again, I'm not going to go to the excuse, you know, with the players that are out. You can look at all the stars the Chargers were missing. The Houston Texans were missing almost their entire offensive line in this game, and they wouldn't have their best playmaker in Brandon Cook. So guys were out on both sides. The third down thing, they were last in the league coming into this game, and then this, this game was is even worse. You talk about 9 of 13. They couldn't get off the field. They couldn't stop the run. Um, those issues have kind of showed up, and they'd shown up a lot early in the season. I thought the run defense had improved as of late, but it was a disaster in this game. Combination not getting off blocks, missing tackles, um, overrunning plays, you name it, they did it. But uh, this one was not on the offense. This was 100% on the defense of the Chargers. Yeah, the defense could not get the ball back. I mean, this was literally watching uh, the Houston Texans play half-court basketball as if they were the Wisconsin Badgers. They're just holding on to the ball, giving it to Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead had a 100-yard game only the second time in his career. And so when you look at the way the Texans were able to play, they were always in manageable situations. And so this was, I guess, a game plan of a dream for the Texans to be able to dictate the turns, to be able to control the action, keep the charges on the sideline. It was an almost 10-minute differential in time of possession. This is how the Texans had to play. And they were able to play because the Chargers defense couldn't stand up to the challenge. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think I ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Let's kick off another edition of our Elite Eight here on a Monday. Move the sticks. Red Lewis, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks back here with you guys. So we're going to use, you know, the holiday-themed edition of gifts or returns for certain games and players in the NFL this week, 16th Sunday. DJ, you get to lead us off with big man touchdowns. Yeah, we had a bunch of big man touchdowns around the league uh, this week. But I'm going to go with the Lane Johnson one just for this reason. Having been there in that organization and understanding how much that organization loves this guy. So not only is it a big man touchdown, he's one of the best tackles in football and he's beloved by his teammates. So to find a way to scheme that up and get him a freebie as a former tight end, uh, I love that. That was definitely a gift. Yeah, that was definitely a gift. And I appreciated Lane Johnson 
being able to do it. But let's go to a guy who spent some time in Philadelphia, Andy Reid, and the gift that keeps giving the Chiefs offense. When you think about this offense, I think it's the depth and the talent that they have that is why it's such a worthy uh, cause. When I think about Brian Pringle and Miko Hardman being able to step in, Derek Gore and Daryl Williams being able to step in for Clyde Edwards-Alar, this offense keeps rolling and it's reminiscent of the way they played a few years ago. This is a team that's beginning to get hot. They're putting up 40 burgers. They're beginning to put up numbers. And with the defense playing the way they're playing, look out. The Chiefs are back. Yeah, even without Travis Kelsey, they had it going on offense in this game against the Steelers. Guys, I got one for you, and unfortunately, I'm going to have to make a return, although I feel like the return window is closed. So I, 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 I don't know. I might be stuck with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke here from the Denver Broncos at quarterback, but that's what I want to do. We got we to gotta return them to the QB drawing board here. I thought maybe – you know, Drew Locke might at least unlock some of the explosives that we haven't really seen from this Broncos offense uh, th- this year. And look, I, albeit he put one right on Albert Okuibunum that he dropped that could have been big in the Broncos comeback efforts there down the stretch. But man, I just like I, I just want everything to I just want to exchange. I want to return. I don't want store credit. I just want to kind of start from scratch <laughs> on the Broncos offense right now. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. 158 yards, uh, that's not going to get it done. All right, I'm going to go to one of the best presents, and that was the gift to Ryan Tannehill of A.J. Brown coming back into the lineup. We saw the immediate impact he made. I want to say it was our good friend, Rhett Lewis, who said A.J. Brown coming back to this offense will have a huh. bigger impact than huh. even Derrick Henry huh. because they had been running the ball even without Derrick Henry, but they had nobody that could uncover down the field. A.J. Brown did that. Big play after big play in a comeback win over the 49ers. And I will sneak in one return, by the way, a bonus return. I think, as Rhett gloats, I think that the 49ers are at least consulting the receipt on Jimmy Garoppolo. They might not be returning for it. at this moment, but they're looking around to find out which drawer they put that one in. Oh, well, yeah. here's the ah, thing, It feels DJ. good to be right, doesn't it? Here's the thing. If Kyle Shanahan makes his way to the store. He's going to bump into Kevin Stefanski because Kevin Stefanski's already Uh-oh. at the return counter trying Uh-oh. to give that Baker wow. Mayfield. So maybe Jimmy Garoppolo will meet them there, but Kevin Stefanski is there trying to figure out what he can get in return for Baker Mayfield because after four interceptions against the Green Bay Packers, they certainly have to maybe reconsider or have a little buyer's remorse that the number one overall pick is certainly not playing like the dominant player that they would want him to be. So maybe Kevin Stefanski is going to shop a little bit and see if he can find an upgrade in the offseason. That will be one of the storylines to follow. No buyer's remorse for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after bringing Tom Brady down from New England. And, uh, you know, all he did now is bring the Bucs their first division title since 2007. So we are going to gift the man who has everything a new drawer specifically for his 18 division championship T-shirts. You think he's still got the first one? I, now, here's the thing. Zero I, chance. I personally know Marie Kondo. So what you're going to have to do, though, is fold wow. those in a very specific way to fit all of yeah. those T-shirts in one drawer. It takes some effort. It takes some skill. And it takes commitment. But he'll get it done, I think. If it doesn't bring you joy, you got to get rid of you gotta it. you got to get rid of I it. I mean, come on. See? Yeah. This definitely I mean, I sparks joy in The way it goes. Um, I'm going to go Arthur Smith. Being excited because he looks around, and he sees Bruce Arians being excited about the new shirts. He is excited about his new toy, Cal Pitts. Cal Pitts had another 100 yard game. Uh, I think he closed in and broke Tony Gonzalez's single season record for tight ends down in Atlanta. And so Cal Pitts has been everything that they wanted him to be. And I would say that there's still so much meat left on the bone in terms of what they can do with Cal Pitts. But for a rookie, a standout, a Pro Bowl player, 
he's everything. The Atlanta Falcons certainly have to be pleased with their first round pick. Yeah, I, I look, that's the highest grade I've ever given to a tight end. So I don't think it's a shock to any of the three of us to see what this guy's no. doing. He's a, no. a special, special player. Uh, I'm going to go to the Bears-Seahawks game, though, for this gift because Demir Bird yes. might be the yes. catch of the year, and it saved all of the viewing public of having to go through an <laughs> overtime game between two teams playing meaningless football. So I, I thought it was a tremendous gift to all of mankind that he was able to haul this in, finish it with one hand, and somehow find a way to get his feet on the ground uh, man, you know, it's a, it's, it's a big moment for him, but honestly, it's a big moment for all of us that that was the end of that football game. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. Thanks to Matt Nagy for electing to go for two there. One way or another, we were going to escape overtime. At least Demir Bird gave us some positivity at the end. So Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. All right, DJ, rookie report card for Zach Wilson. Yeah, going to give him a B-plus this week. The explosive running almost at 100 yards on the ground. Made some big-time plays with his legs. You know, on the negative side of things, there's still a couple boots where he's got some layups. He's just got a hit. He can't miss some of those easier throws. That's been a little bit of a running theme for him. But the playmaking ability, to me, was was excellent. So we give him a B-plus. I like it. I like the trend that we're starting here, Bucky. Does Trevor Lawrence keep it going with positivity? Yeah, I'm going to stay positive on Trevor Lawrence. I feel like this was his best game as a pro. I'm going to give him a B for his efforts. thought he did some really good things. Uh, he was really efficient from the pocket, ran the offense well, particularly down the stretch when he had to run a two-minute drill to put them in position to win the game. The only thing is he doesn't come up big in those moments, or he hasn't done that yet. And so that's the next step for Trevor Lawrence. It's good to get them there, but now he has to learn how to win those games, and he has to do it with his ability to make plays. All right, guys, I'm going to jump in on Mac Jones. Unfortunately, cannot get him into the B category in this game against uh, the Bills here. I got to give Mac Jones a C. Look, I I think he played some winning football in this game. I think he had some big-time throws, just not enough of them. I mean, you want to look at the fourth down he had in the red zone where he's rolling out to his right, gets to the top of the numbers, throws back to the middle of the field on a gotta-have-it play. They end up getting a touchdown uh, later on the drive. I mean, like plays like that are great. But, but again, I just don't see enough of those uh, down the stretch. Had an opportunity for a couple of big throws uh, to Jacoby Myers and Hunter Henry on uh, one of the last drives of the game that didn't result in a touchdown. So I, I, just, I just don't think we're there yet for Mac Jones. But, DJ, let's get to Davis Mills, who's the third-round pick of the Houston Texans, back in the starting lineup here and showing some signs of progress. Yeah, Davis Mills, I remember him uh, training with Mac Jones uh, in the right. run-up to the draft. Look, he was an Beauty A country. in this ballgame, getting a chance to see – yeah, absolutely, see, getting a chance to see him live. And I know you know, both teams are missing players, but you can't play any better than he did. I mean, I struggled to come up with a negative for him because he was efficient, he was accurate with the football, did everything he needed to do for the Houston Texans to shock everybody and knock off the Chargers. So, um, you know, I thought it was an outstanding performance – from Davis Mills. You see it there, efficient, accurate. Not much else to say. He did everything he had to do for them to win that ball game. You know, DJ, he's done this. There on the one to Conley. Yeah. He's done this the last couple of weeks. He's played really, really well. And I think what we have to remember is at one point, this guy was the number one high school recruit in the country. He was a big time player. Injuries hindered his career at Stanford. But what you're seeing is that talent that really excited a lot of scouts when he was in the draft and he was going through the process. Yeah, like, you know, I wonder, started some games early this season, probably maybe before he was really ready to do it when Tyrod Taylor was down and then gave, you know, gave it back to Tyrod Taylor and then came, comes back in. Seems like he's a little bit better now. 
from what we've seen here these last couple of weeks, does this kind of prove to you that, you know, maybe the Houston's have their quarterback here in Davis Mills, Deej? Oh, I think they do. And, and, you know, talking to people around the program there, I think this is going to be their guy going into next year. So um, this is a quarterback. If you stack him up with the quarterback class getting ready to come out, he'd be at the top of the list. And to be quite honest, when you stack him up with the class that he's in, the herald, much heralded class we had in this last draft, behind Mac Jones, he's played the next best. I mean, he's played better than Trevor Lawrence. He's played better than Zach Wilson. He's played better than Justin Fields. And he's doing it, guys. With a makeshift offensive line, really it's been Brandon Cooks as his only weapon. He didn't play in this game. Uh, So he's been able to overcome his surroundings and play good, solid football. So he's going to be a building block for them going forward, which, Bucky, when you look at the Deshaun Watson lottery ticket that they have, and they trade him in the offseason, and you add a bunch of picks and players around him, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what Davis Mills can do. Yeah, I think he's done enough this go around to certainly excite him and to make them envision him being the starting quarterback next year, which then frees them up to really be aggressive in the draft. Not only for this year's draft, whenever they do auction off Deshaun Watson, but setting themselves up for next year's draft so they can take some position players, upgrade the defense, upgrade the offensive line, see what the quarterback looks like in year two, and then still have some capital and some ammunition to deal with to make some moves in 2023. So I think this is the best case scenario for the Houston Texans, and it's one they wanted all along. Yeah, and we think about this draft class for Nick Casario, his first as the uh, general manager there in Houston, didn't have a first-round pick due to the Laramie Tunsil trade. But, I mean, guys, this is kind of a solid class here. You get Davis Mills in the third. You had Nico Collins, who caught his first career touchdown from Davis Mills in this game uh, in the second round. You had Brevin Jordan, who's caught – uh, touchdowns, I think like three touchdowns in the last month, uh, the tight end for Miami. So, like, there are some pieces here. Still not high-level talent, but, like, there's some hope. And it feels like Davis Mills is a beacon of hope for this franchise as they, they build towards the future here. Yeah, and look, they, they need some excitement. I mean, that was a big yeah. win for them, but that stadium was about half full, and it, you could hear a pin drop at moments during that game. They need to get back to being competitive, and this is going to be a huge offseason for them. When you look at the draft and then free agency, and more importantly, that decision with Deshaun Watson, it's going to shape this team for the next decade. But they've got a chance to have a cheap starting quarterback with years of control. That's what everybody in the NFL is chasing. Only thing is they don't get the fifth year, but they still have three years on that that third-round pick contract there for Davis Mills. Uh, doing some really nice things down with the Houston Texans. It's time now for our scout stories. The Panthers have lost five straight here in Matt Rule's second season. They've got quarterback issues. They've got injuries. They seemingly have 99 problems, but apparently the process isn't one. But I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. Uh, as I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. <laughs> it, took, it took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous, to become an overnight sensation. Like, it takes time. We can have some fun with it, right, and understand the message that Matt Rule is trying to preach to his team. But the question here, Bucky, do you feel like the method in the message is working in Carolina? Yeah, look, I think this is a slow build. And I think when you go back and look at Matt Rule's history, this is the way that it's always kind of happened for him. Uh, it takes a while for him to kind of assess what he's doing. And then by year three, you begin to see significant progress. That's what happened at Temple. It happened again at Baylor. And I expect it to happen with the Panthers. It doesn't look pretty right now because they haven't been able to get it going in the midst of a five-game losing streak. But remember, this is a very talented team. And they just needed to pop. It'll pop. 
Yeah, I just have I, my only concern, and I love Coach Rule, and I believe in his, you know, his method and how he's been able to turn teams around. The difference between college and the NFL, though, is you can have a turnaround in college without the presence of a great quarterback. Shoot, you can go win a national championship without a phenomenal quarterback. In the NFL, if you don't have an upper-tier quarterback, man, it is awfully hard. And right now, they are not in a position where they have that. Now, there's other roster holes. I think this offensive line needs to be addressed. Uh, they can get there in the offseason. But in order for them to, to become that overnight sensation that he's talking about, they're going to have to get that position right. And they've kind of pushed their chips in on Sam Darnold. The results have been mixed at best at this point in time. That doesn't look like it's worked. Um, so until they get that part figured out, it's going to be very difficult to see this thing really turn around. And they've guaranteed his fifth-year salary, so they're on the hook for a bunch of money there with Sam Darnold going into this next season. But they do have an opportunity here, Bucky, because they fired Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator to kind of remold their offense, which has some really good pieces. McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, there are guys out there that can make plays for you. So They've got an opportunity to decide if they want to chart a new direction in terms of offensive scheme and philosophy, and they can do it with a new offensive coordinator and Bucky, perhaps a new quarterback in tandem, right? Yeah, no, I think that has to be, uh, that has to be into the conversation because no matter what they did with Sam Donald, they could guarantee the fifth year option. Look, the cost of doing business is one thing, putting yourself in a position to win the games. That's another. And so what you do is you have Sam Darnold. You know he's going to be on the roster. But you have to look under every rock to figure out if you can find a franchise quarterback that can help you go from good to great. And so that's reigniting those conversations with the Houston Texans around Deshaun Watson if he can handle his legal situation so that you can get a big-time quarterback in place. Because as DJ said, the National Football League is a quarterback-driven league, and you need to have an A-level quarterback to win in this game. And so for the Panthers, everything is about finding the next quarterback that can lead them to the promised land. Yeah, you know, look, again, I go back to that offensive line. They, that's got to get fixed. On the yeah. defensive side of the ball, though, you mentioned those offensive pieces. They're Man, pretty good Brian Burns has been one, one, of, one of the better pass rushers in the league. Uh, you've got him in the mix. You've got Hassan Reddick, who, who fits there with what he's done. Obviously, they're familiar area there going back to college. Uh, with Coach Rule. So they, they've got some key building blocks in place there. Derek Brown, who they picked in the first round, Jeremy Chin. They've got a lot of pieces, but man, I'm just telling you, your roster has to be stacked if you're going to carry the quarterback position. And right. that's going to take them a couple years where they could ever get to that point. It's a lot faster fix if you can get the quarterback right and figure that out. The question is, who is that guy and, and where do you find him? How do you get him? Um, that's the challenge he's got in front of him. Just drop the quarterback in and Brush those shoulders off. And Carolina's in oh, great gosh. shape here. Oh, I, no. I, I, oh, no. So we got one game left to close out this week down in New Orleans. The Dolphins visiting the Saints on Monday Night Football. Dolphins, if they win, would supplant the Ravens as the seventh seed in the AFC. So a lot on the line. And for the Saints, starting their fourth quarterback this season, the rookie Ian Book getting a go here. DJ, what's the report on Ian Book on what we should expect tonight? Well, Ian Book can create. He's a playmaker. He's the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history. So that is a big, big statement in and of itself. But he can great, make things happen. Um, does not have a huge arm, but he's ultra competitive. And I'll say this. In, since I started scouting in 03, I've interviewed a zillion players as a scout in the media. Only two guys have bothered to get my number and, and thank me for the conversation. The first one was Russell Wilson. The second one was Ian Book. So he's in great company, guys. I'm telling you, he's okay, in great company. Okay, I like where we're going. D, uh, Bucky, what do you think? 
No, look, I think this is an interesting game because the Miami Dolphins are riding a big-time streak, six games in a row they've won. They've done it because they've been able to put pressure on the quarterback. They're going to play some cover zero. They're going to test Ian Book. They're going to play with his eyes. He has to avoid making the big mistake. And then on the other side, Tua Tungabaloa has gotten hot because they are RPO central. No one throws more RPOs than this team. And so can they get open versus man coverage? Because man coverage eliminates the RPO game. This would be a test. It might be a low-scoring game because both defenses can counterbalance what the offenses want to do. Sean Payton making a plea to the people of New Orleans. He needs all 72,000 in full throat all night long to help his team get a win. Uh, tonight took to Twitter to make that play. Look, you got to pull out all the stops on Monday night at this point in the season uh, when you're a team that's fighting for your playoff lives like the Saints are. Perhaps they can count on that defense tonight against Tua Tungabailoa like they did a week ago against Tom Brady. That's going to do it for us here this Monday edition of Move the Sticks. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you right back here next Monday following week 17. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.